It's time for Moment of Truth with David Moses. Element. Element. Element FM. Welcome to Moment of Truth. I'm your host, David Moses. You're listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa, and that is 95.7 in Ottawa and 106.5 in Toronto. And of course, you can also listen on the Radio Player Canada app anywhere across the country. If you download the app and type in 106.5 ELMNTFM or 95.7 ELMNTFM and listen on your device of choice anywhere you want, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is a great pleasure to welcome back to the show someone that we had on. Uh, not sure how long ago he was on. However, you hear him regularly right here on Element FM, both in Toronto and Ottawa. Jace Martin is my guest, and it's a pleasure to welcome him. All the way from Six Nations, my friend. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> That's right, from Six Nay. And, uh, and Jace, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show. And as I mentioned, you know, we're, uh, we're always playing your, your tracks on the station, which is always cool and always nice to hear, uh, hear a, 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 an Indigenous artist. Now, we are going to be talking about something that came across uh, that you sent out to me, and uh, it's pretty big news, and it's pretty cool, and uh, it's very exciting stuff, and we're going to be talking about that, and that, of course, is Canada's next top Indigenous superstar, which you are personally involved with uh, through your Darren Ross agency, and uh, of course, if people don't know about Jocasa Studios on Six Nations, you should. Uh, this is a killer studio by any stretch of the imagination. You, man, it, it's top of the line. And if you don't know, they brought over the Abbey Road console from yes, Abbey Road Studios in England. There is a, a it's in the Jocasta Studio on Six Nations. You, you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> it's there, right, Chase? It is, and uh, like they've been winning, like um, the engineers there, Darren Majerowski and Jill mm. Zimmerman, have been like uh, winning Junos with like the Arkells and mm-hmm. July Talks. So like all the biggest bands in Canada right now are coming to Jucasa. So it, it isn't a big deal. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, but listen, Jace. Before we get there, um, I believe I saw something, and this is more on a personal level for you. Um, I think I saw something, a post or or, or something that you you were working with David Strickland, the producer? Oh, yes. Oh, exactly. You must have caught wind of something. Yeah, for my new album, I'm working with um, a lot of different people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David Strickland, who I met down in Winnipeg, uh, we've been working on, on a great song. Mm-hmm. I, I've listened to it a million times already, and um, <laughs> we're just uh, getting everything ready for the album because of the, the, the pandemic right now has kept me out of the studio, but sure. uh, it's kept us writing, and back and forth, me and David have been working on music uh, from our rooms, or mm-hmm. from our homes, and mm-hmm. um, he's not the only producer I work with. Uh, there's a lot of other producers I'm working with from home right now, so yeah. he's one of many. He, like He's like one of the legends in, in music, so yeah. what an exciting thing for two uh, Indigenous artists to collaborate during this pandemic, so that's one of the good things that that came out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you give us any more information about who else you might be working with on this album, and wh- when it might be uh, coming yeah. out? <laughs> For sure, yeah. Like I, I have people confirmed. Like I work with um, Gavin Brown, who's obviously a Grammy-nominated artist with Metric. Mm. Uh, working with uh, Adrian from Six Nation, Adrian Harjo, who's won mm. Um, mm. Grammy awards for his music production. Mm. Uh, David Strickland, obviously. I'm working with uh, Juno winner Justin Abaddon. Mm. And I have a few guest um, artists that are going to be singing on, on the album with me. Um, Sate, Sate from Toronto and um, Divine Brown. So those are the confirmed mm. artists. So uh, there's a lot nice. of um, 
a lot of juicy stuff for you right there. <laughs> All right, that's great, Jason, uh, and congratulations, and uh, looking forward to that. But listen, uh, this uh, this Canada's next top Indigenous star. Give us the background on this. I mean, you're you're involved with this uh, at at a very uh, key level, I believe. And um, tell me about how it came about. Yeah, like um, you know, I'm with Darren Ross Agency right now. Yep. So we've we've this is our fifth year, and uh, so we've been developing, working with Indigenous artists and um, like James Wilson, who we just released an album on iTunes called Tidal Wave. Nice, uh, Leah. Yep, Leah Bell, a country artist, is uh, yeah. we released an album on her. Uh, A.K. McLeod, a great blues artist, released his album, and uh, of course, released my album, Mighty. So, mm-hmm. um, our our agency is just really trying to like um, open up new avenues. Like we're we're kind of like not uh, like a a cliche agency. What we try to do is try to push the borders and try to make new stages and try to create things that don't currently exist mm. in the world mm. or in mm. the music industry or mm. especially for artists indigenous mm. artists right mm-hmm. so um there's there's places i want to go and i want to see artists and I, I get asked to go to reserves all across canada and um and i'd love to go and the people that i get to meet and see like we can't really get to know them and get to hear them and um so I thought, what what would be a good opportunity for us to try to get to all these reserves, you know, <laughs> and um, try and try and squeeze out um, one of these superstars who is just sitting there. I know, mm. I know they're, you know, like look how many indigenous indigenous artists are coming up recently. Like yeah. they're winning the Polaris, right? Tanya yeah. Gawk and uh, right. you know, on and on. Snotty Nose Res Kids and Tribe mm-hmm. Called Red and like indigenous music is exploding um, on the surface. And we we're trying to trying to look for that that new young artist who's out there who mm. doesn't have the access to you know the stuff that Tribe Called Red has and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And myself, you know, I'm being very I'm very fortunate to be able to work out of Jukasa uh, yeah. Studios. I work with uh, Jukasa Media a lot and Jukasa Radio uh, on promotions and different kind of events, and um, as well as the Dreamcatcher Fund. Mm-hmm. So in like in talks with all those kinds of people because these kinds of things they, they take a lot of work and a lot of um, commitment from those organizations that i just talked about sure. and um so yeah so um it's really really exciting to think of the possibilities i mean um this the poster if you can check out the poster it's, it's going online on facebook mostly mm-hmm. but um it, it's literally gone viral. Like, yeah. you know how you do the, you can see the statistics, you know, for <laughs> yeah. the reach and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, it's gone crazy. It's almost reached over a hundred thousand people in Canada and That's it's been cool. shared thousands of thousands of times. It's yeah. insane. That's great, Jace. That's really great. And, and so encouraging. And it's a great idea. It really is a great idea. So congratulations to you um, and Jukasa and everybody involved with wanting to pull this together. Now, uh, so listen, it's been shared. You've, I, I'm, I'm guessing you're probably already getting people that are, that are sending stuff in. Oh, my goodness. You, <laughs> you have no idea. Like, I thought people would just, I just thought people would send, like, little things from, but people are setting up, they're rehearsing, they're making sure it's right, and I'm getting so many great artists. Um, by the time the deadline comes, we're going to have to sort through, like, a, a fun, like, the top maybe 20 maybe. And um, sort it down from there. It is going to be extremely, extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to find we're going to find somebody that's ready, and that that's the key thing. Like for me, I, I'm a developing kind of guy, but 
I'm also a producer, like on the cutting edge of radio. And uh, I, I work with a lot of producers who are like that right now. And, and everyone's looking for somebody who's ready, you know, vocally mm. ready, confident, mm-hmm. ready, music style, ready, their performance, ready, the looks ready, mm. everything's ready, you know, so we're not, this ain't really a development um, contest right. Right. It's for somebody who's there and they just need that, that boost, you know, that mm-hmm. boost of, um, radio promotion and a right. team behind you that pushing it and marketing it and getting it in magazines and getting it on radio and trying to get you charting and, and try and get kick, kickstart a career for you, you know? Right. Now, having said that, let's give people a little more of a, of, of a sense of what, when we say Canada's next top Indigenous superstar and what you're looking for. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read from the, the poster here. It says, enter now to win the grand prize of an exclusive song and management deal with the Darren Ross Agency. Winner will write and record a new song single at the legendary Jacasa Studios that will be released to mainstream radio and online globally while working with some of Canada's top award-winning music industry professionals. Let's talk a little bit more about that. And then it says studio expenses, promotion, flights and accommodations included, grand prize of approximately $7,500. Enter by sending a brief bio and now this is the other challenging part I think. You're asking for only a 30 second acapella video. That's got, that's got to say a lot in a very short period of time for sure. And it says uh, uh, of, of you singing slash rapping all genres are, are acceptable to the Darren Ross agency at gmail.com. Deadline is Friday, June 12th, 2020 at 5 p.m. Winner will be announced on Indigenous People's Day, June 21st, 2020. Open to all Indigenous artists of all ages in Canada. Mm, there it is. Pretty yeah. self-explanatory. <laughs> it is, but, you know, uh, uh, Jace, like you said, uh, that 30-second uh, uh, video that you're looking for, uh, that it does explain now and backs up what you were saying about you're not looking for people that are um, just getting started. You're looking for people that are that have something going for themselves. I was, I was sorry to cut you off. I was nope. thinking about, like, uh, we were thinking, you know, the old uh, American Idol format, you know, where you just come in and you're nervous and... Mm. And you just got to sing. There's no music. Mm. There's nothing. There's right. just you. And um, so I'm trying to make it complicated like that because artists, um, you can see everything when it's when the, when the pressure's on like that. It's like a pressure video audition, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's really cool to put to see people just come in and if they can let that um, nervousness go and you can sing, oh, man, and we can see your personality. We can <laughs> see it all in 30 seconds. Mm. Yeah, well, it it makes sense, and and you're uh, you're setting the bar very high for people, uh, right off the get go. But what a challenge for not only people, you know. Let's say, let's say, let's 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 broaden this a little bit. So let's say somebody is thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this. But just think of the challenge that somebody is putting themselves through just to even get to that point of I doing know, a 30 I second know. video <laughs> and sending it in. You know, it's a great challenge yeah, for yeah, anybody. It really is. I mean, I can, I'm trying to think of myself when I first started out. Like, if I would even had the guts to do it, you know. <laughs> mm. I'm I'm a lot of a lot of artists. I'm I'm hearing and seeing online um, just challenging themselves and they say oh I'm going to need help I'm going to need help with the right song and the right look mm. and, and I really want them to do that that's what we want that's what right. we want to see we want to see that you understand who you are as an artist we want to understand what you that you understand what you're 
genre is, where you fit, and we want to know where you're going in the future. I want to be able to place you at radio, right? Mm-hmm. Rock radio, pop radio, R&B radio. So that's the reason why I didn't put on there some of the names that we could be working with because mm. if I get a rock artist, I'm not going to use the same guitarists and people right. I use for pop. Sure. You know, I'm going to try and get rock artists and right. uh, rock musicians and rock rock stuff. So, like, it's going to really be catered toward that person, that artist, yep. and um, like including including the writers, right? Um, right. If they have a great song, we might not even need to have to write. If they're that ready, yeah. we could just cut their single, you right. know, so it's right. like really open up. Okay, so so Jace, I have to ask you this now because it it sounds very focused as a as a single person. But let's say it's a duo, or let's say it's a, you know a quartet of people that are doing this vocally. Maybe it's a group, you know. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I agree. Uh, I I would be looking for a group, like a young group, an older group. Um, not sh- I doesn't really matter to me what it is. I even had a fiddle player say, I can't sing, but I'm a fiddle. Um, can I, can I submit my, me playing right. fiddle? I'm like, of course, what you could be like the next, you know, big fiddle touring mm. artist in Canada. Like, mm. why would I turn down anyone? You know, like everyone's open to, to audition. Yeah, cool. That's that's really cool, Jace. I'm going to just jump in and, and mention everyone that you're listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa, 106.5 in Toronto, 95.7 in Ottawa, anywhere across the country. If you download the Radio Player Canada app and type in 106.5 ELMNT-FM or 95.7 ELMNT-FM, listen on your device of choice, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, I am speaking with Jace Martin. He is a singer-songwriter, artist, performer, and uh, uh, producer, he's getting into the production end, but he's also involved with the Darren Ross Agency as a promoter. Uh, and, you know, we've had Jace uh, into Moment of Truth before. Uh, I've known Jace for a long time, and uh, one of the things I've always admired about Jace and what he does is he, he, uh, he really has a lot of heart, and he really takes things seriously. He doesn't gloss things over. He's, he's a man with a lot of passion, and, uh, and, and he's got some great tracks out there as well that we play here on Element FM, not to mention that. <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, so he's, he, and you can see by the fact that what he's doing right now with this Canada's Next Top Indigenous Superstar, he's not looking even out for himself here. He's looking out for other people and other artists. And that's what I admire about, about Jason, what he's done with not only his own career, but how he helps other people. You just heard him at the top of the show mention a couple of young artists that he's, uh, he's been working with. James Wilson, young guy from Six Nations. Um, I've seen him. We've had him on the show as well. Um, young song- songwriter, singer-songwriter, uh, great set of pipes on him, uh, some really nice writing uh, abilities as well. And um, the other young country artist you found, uh, Jace, that you've been working with as well. Yeah, Leah Bell. Yeah. Uh, she, Leah's, Leah's like, for me, um, she's just growing. I met her when she was 11 years old. So yeah. when I talked about like developing. Um, I don't just work with artists and like, some producers, I don't want to disparage anybody, but some way in the music business, they can just take your money, take your money, take your money, take your money, right? And they don't care about anything else. Mm. But for me, like, it's all about, like, developing that relationship. And I don't want to tell you who you are. Like, like as an artist and an agency, we're looking for that personality that we can, like, hone and cater, right? Mm. And so we've been working with Leah since she was 11. She's 17 now. Oh. Um, and we, we, we put her with so many of the best musicians, uh, vocal mm. coaches, songwriters. Um, we've, we've challenged her like a bit by bit from studios to studio. Mm. And um, we released an album on her when she was 13 years old, which is mm. crazy. Mm-hmm. And the single, the single we released to radio was called Time for Some Country. 
and you wouldn't believe a 13 year old singer. And we had our doubts, but I mean, we did a great, great, um, great effort on getting that single out. And uh, we weren't, we were so excited to get the response that we did. Like Leah, uh, when she released that single to radio, she was the, that day it was released. She was the top five most downloaded, downloaded single in Canada. Hmm. which is crazy for an indigenous artist, you know, mm-hmm. and as a new young indigenous artist. So that's yeah. very encouraging. I mean, she was up there with Megan Patrick and John party and mm. all these big, big established stars. So mm. that was a great, um, like a feather in the cap for her so early in her career. Mm. And we are just working on her new album. Now it, um, we got three songs done. We're going down to Nashville to do a couple with Crystal Shawanda when we can get back to normal. Nice. And she's been writing, so we're, we're really looking forward to putting out her album and my new album uh, by October of 2020 this year. So cool. hopefully we can get back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we're going to have to deal with that situation as it rolls out uh, every, day by day, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, listen, Jace, um, the other thing about... Um, uh, the the Darren Ross agency. Um, you mentioned some of the young artists, but you have other artists, uh, First Nation artists, uh, that you're working with on that. Uh, on oh the- yeah, I've made I've made it a point. Like that's part of the reason why Darren Ross agency started is because I worked out on the road, you know, as a tour manager and um, and stuff like that with with Crystal Shawanda down in mm. Nashville, and I even worked a little bit with Shane Yellowbird and mm. George Leach and uh, Derek Miller, all these people and. Yep. What I was finding is that uh, a lot of festivals were kind of um, using each other kind of to kind of devalue each other. You know, they would say, oh, Crystal will do it for five. Right. And, mm. and, it, and it, when they were all like 10, 15, 20,000 dollar a show artists. Right. right so right. And I just said, there's something not right about that. So what I, I said, what if we get a, an agency, we can get all these people on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then when the offers come in, we can't get devalued. So right. that's one of the things that. Um, me and Derek Miller spoke a lot about, and right. he, I was actually Derek Miller's uh, Valentine's this year. He put an Instagram post up, and he's like, oh, my Valentine's is Jay's. You know, <laughs> don't divide and devalue. <laughs> because it does happen, and unfortunately, right. if there's not people out there that can recognize that and put a stop to it, um, that's what Darren Ross Agency does. It gives everyone the opportunity to get their value and to be showcased like a true artist and a true star like they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Crystal Shawanda. Um, Derek Miller, Shane yep. Yellowbird, um, Stevie Salas. Um, mm-hmm. Very exciting. <laughs> Murray Porter, too, isn't it? Yeah, Murray Porter, yeah. of course. We just signed uh, a pioneer rap uh, legend, Helen Back, from Winnipeg, too. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, um, we're getting better and better. And we're really growing. Uh, before the pandemic started, we were on pace to have an explosive year. Um, every year we've had uh, a lot of the fair same numbers in the last four years, but the first quarter of 2020 before the pandemic started, we were looking to go, we were going to double, triple, you know, so mm. it was crazy before the pandemic came. But mm. I know we can pick that right back up where we were, right? We have the right formula. We have the right artists. And like mm. you said, we have the passion, right? Yeah. Now, okay. Getting back to Canada's next top indigenous superstar, Jace, uh, as you said, uh, it's going to be, uh, the deadline is June 12th uh, at 5 p.m. The winner is going to be announced on Indigenous Peoples uh, Day. How is that going to uh, happen, by the way? Yeah, we're going to announce it live on uh, Jucasa Radio, 93.5. Okay. And so, because they're one of the main sponsors, so we're, yep. um, we're going to, I want to do a radio interview and announce it there. But I'm going to be in cool. touch with the winner first because I want to make sure 
Um, we're not going to waste anybody's time. If sure. People oh, are, yeah. uh, we want to make sure the winner is available to come, yep. um, available to be on the radio, you know, all that stuff before we announce the sure. winner. So yep. we're going to be prepared. And then once the, once the winner is announced, for those people that are really, you know, looking forward to, to uh, participating and possibly winning this contest, what will happen? What will happen once the once the yeah once the winner is it is it is announced? What's going to happen with that person? How's it going to roll out after yeah. that? it's I I think it's crazy because a lot of the artists that are actually submitting still like it's ama- it's it's incredible actually because some of them do their own like videos and stuff online. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're artists mm-hmm. and um, they get like hundreds of thousands of views. Like some of these people who are like literally some have millions of views and it's like wow they already have this big audience with them right and it's just yeah. there's just something there that's not helping them get over into the mainstream right hmm. yeah so and a lot of the, a lot of the times what we develop at the darren ross agency is a just a strategy of like making sure that that single is right for you right like if mm. you're a rock star i want to bring in rock producers and i want to bring in the best people that, you know like uh, to help you get that true sound that's ready for radio because like, you know, you're in radio, like you can't just put your own tastes and things on things mm. because they won't play it. Right. Like mm. you have to. And, and that's what this contest is all about. It's really about kind of just honing someone into one spot and then making them that next true star. Right. And mm. um, so what's going to happen after the winner is announced is we are going to obviously talk and meet and um, we're going to go through their songs that mm. they have written. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to listen to them. We're going to let them sing some of their favorite songs to us. And mm-hmm. we're going to figure out together what their genre is, what radio we're going to go after, what marketing, what public, uh, mm-hmm. what, what um, uh, market we're going to go after. And mm-hmm. then once that happens, we're going to bring them in to write with writers. And if they need to, they might have a song, like I said, in their repertoire mm-hmm. that we would use and tweak right. and arrange, right? Um, but if we have to write, we'll bring in the writers and we'll write, we'll write a hit song. We'll write for radio. Um, and then we'll bring in the, the best musicians I can at each position, drums, bass, keys, whatever we need, vocalists, mm-hmm. um, whatever we need. And we'll record it at Jucasa, uh, with the award winning engineers and mixers. And we work with, uh, a, a Grammy nominated, um, mastering, mm-hmm. uh, in, in Toronto, he's uh, he just got nominated for Grandma. His name is Joa Carvalho. Um, oh, yeah. So he does all our mastering. So you're literally going to be exposed to Grammy-winning writers, musicians, engineers, producers, um, publicity, marketing, um, to try and give it the best shot we can at uh, getting you some some like some heat on your career and uh, launch a first single in, that you can build on because – what we found out at Darren Ross agency is that artists um, aren't making money. And mm-hmm. the only way to make money now is not live shows, things like that. It's, uh, it's radio, it's mm-hmm. radio, it's sync licensing, yeah. you know, that this is real money and it yeah. comes back to you. So indigenous artists don't have that um, set up. So what we're trying to do is a, I expose all my artists to it. They know the formula. We're mm-hmm. trying to make you guys money, have a sustainable career because uh, I was one of the same too. I played guitar and acoustic and I, I never really made any money for years until I started uh, Darren Ross agency. We started saying, you know what? We're not going to do this for fun anymore. We're going to do it formulaic. We're going to do it um, as a business and we're going to create, we're going to create and, and try and create elite music, elite artists, uh, mainstream artists. And um, that's what we've been doing. 
You know, Jace, the, the other thing as you were speaking there, and I'm, I'm thinking about this contest, I'm going, wow, it, you know, it's, it really is exciting. It's a great opportunity for all, uh, all Indigenous artists that are thinking about possibly participating in this, even as a way to uh, just go through the process. You know, even if you don't win, it's a win situation for you because you're going to be doing something and working towards a goal to make yourself better as an artist and get yourself out there uh, seen by people. And I was going, you know, there's probably, you said you have to whittle it down to the, you know, the last, the top 20 or so. Well, think about those other 19 artists that are not going to, you know, they're still going to be really good artists, right? And I'm sure then, um, so do you think this might become a yearly event that you might be looking at? I've already thought of that, David, Mm. and that's a great idea. And I think because of the overwhelming response via Mm. our poster being reached, our poster is reaching every reserve across Canada. It's insane. Mm. Um, the, the feedback that we're getting, the reach that we have, the the submissions that we're getting, and you're absolutely right. Um, we knew there was talent out there, but uh, and and deep down we know there's talent and a lot of it, but we have to prove it. And this kind of contest is kind of proving it. And just like you said, um, the people that don't win, they're going through the motions right now of becoming better, becoming you know like. They're challenging themselves now, and that's the most important thing you can do as an artist to grow and evolve and challenge yourself. And that's what this contest is so important because all the people that are submitting, like you said, they're growing from that. They're challenging mm. themselves, mm. and they're going to get honest feedback. And um, right. the person who does win, and I was even thinking, like, there's going to be a few people that could win, right? Like that you're suggesting, and um, yep. so maybe they could be a yearly thing. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll surprise everyone and maybe we'll sign two or three right out of this contest on indigenous day we never know (laughs) well there you go that's great (laughs) it's exciting stuff you've just raised the bar for a few people all right right (laughs) (laughs) that's great jay so listen all the best uh congratulations on this great idea and all the best to the people that are going to participate and 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 go for this goal and jace uh once again uh nyawa for taking part in our in our show all the best to you both on a personal level with the new material you're working on and with the Darren Ross Agency and this uh, Canada's Next Top Indigenous Superstar. It's a a cool idea. Congratulations uh, to you and to everyone involved and uh, for looking out to and for the future of Indigenous artists in this country. Beautiful. Thank you for having me, David. That was great. Yeah, you bet, man. You take care and we'll, we'll talk again soon. Jace Martin, musician, producer, promoter, and Canada's next top Indigenous superstar uh, uh, founder, I guess, or one of the main people involved with this, and his Darren Ross agency, Jukasa Studios. Check it out online. You can find it, uh, Canada's next top Indigenous superstar. Uh, if you haven't seen the poster, I'm sure it won't be hard to find. That's this part of the program. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with more here on Element FM and Moment of Truth. Now back to Moment of Truth with David Moses. Element. Element. Element FM. You are listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa, 95.7 in Ottawa, 106.5 in Toronto, anywhere across the country. If you download the Radio Player Canada app and type in 106.5 ELMNTFM or 95.7 ELMNTFM, and you can listen on your device of choice anywhere right across Canada, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is a pleasure to welcome Mr. Julian Taylor to the show. Now, I, uh, you may have heard that name. I am very honored and uh, happy to be able to share the airwaves with Mr. Julian Taylor in the afternoons, Monday to Friday, 
right here on 106.5 in Toronto. He is, of course, the host of The Cruise from 3 to 7 p.m. in Toronto at 106.5. Yes. But he is also a musician, and he has just had a new release. It's called The Ridge. You guys should check it out and check all the songs out that are going to be on that. But also Julian, or you can call him JT. You might know him from the Julian Taylor Band. And uh, he is a singer-songwriter. And so it is a pleasure to welcome Julian to the show. Well, thanks for having me, David. I can't wait to uh, talk about what you want to talk about. (laughs) Well, what I want to talk about is actually what you want to talk about, Julian, and that is how COVID-19 has affected uh, playing and musicians' worlds these days. Of course, you're a longtime performer. You've been around uh, quite a a while in terms of performing and recording. Uh, You uh, were associated with the Staggered Crossing Band. And, uh, you know, uh, you've been doing your own thing for quite a while now. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the last couple of months and how things have changed? Well, as you probably are aware, uh, there are no venues or festivals to play at. Mm-hmm. And um, that was something that happened pretty instantaneously. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. boom. As soon as the lockdown happened, restaurants and bars closed and things just started to, you know, get canceled right, left and center, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting about this is that I decided to put out a record at this time. Right. Um, I, it's been keeping me busy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the interesting thing about being a musician nowadays, somebody asked me uh, if I've lost my ability to play and i Mm. thought about that for a second and i thought well no i haven't lost my ability to play i'm still able-bodied i'm still healthy and i can still perform and play music i just can't do it in front of an audience the way that i used to right um i've set up on my yard and and performed for my my neighbors and my neighborhood i've um done some shows um for publications and festivals that have asked and they're all doing their shows from home mm-hmm. um which is interesting i just heard today that the mo- the um the amphitheater here is going to do like a from home series mm. as well so that's where the shift has is, is happened um the music industry here in canada has been really supportive of all their artists and musicians unison benevolent fund has been really supportive i've donated some funds to them as well um and yeah it's been it's been okay uh, because at first it wasn't and now it's starting to show its shift you know into into the new normal in a way you mm-hmm. know as you see that shift happening and you've pointed this out you've had the opportunity to do some online performances which is again as you pointed out different not in front of a live audience but you're getting that ability to perform to some degree uh, it does. I guess it just ch- changed the dynamics of those things because it's you're not getting instant feedback. You, you, you're you're uh, you, you are getting that performing in, and so you're still being able to play. You're still being able to write um, and and do those kind of things. And and also you did some things on your own. You 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 know, you were do, doing some live Facebook stuff on your own as well. I remember seeing. But I guess as you said, the the industry is supporting the artists, which is really nice to hear. And in that regard, I remember seeing there is there is some stuff uh, there 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 is for for musicians where there there's some funds available, but uh, also these gigs and things that are coming up, they're paying gigs uh, as well. Yeah, they are, um, which is great because, uh, for instance, the uh, National 
Art Center put together a uh, initiative called Canada Performs, mm -hmm. and that was a partnership between um, them, Facebook uh, Live, um, Slate Music, and uh, Shopify, and no, sorry, that was a different one, but um, and and SiriusXM, mm. and each one of those parties put a bit of money into the whole thing, uh, and Canada Performs went off without a hitch and it's been really successful so successful now that it's going to continue uh facebook actually put in a bit more money so that the uh, initiative could, could could keep going hmm. that's great so how do you see this as you start to think about the future and it looks like there may not be venues for some time uh in the foreseeable future for for uh artists to start performing back in live venues what do you see, what are you looking towards now as as a way of, of being able to, one, perform and also generate some, some money? Because uh, artists do need to perform to, uh, to have income. They do. Uh, it's the bulk of uh, musicians' income, to be honest. Mm. Um, what I'm looking at and I'm thinking about doing is, you know, after I've done the performances that I've been asked and invited to do, uh, I have to figure out a way to sustain myself on uh, sort of a monthly basis. So mm. one idea I had was I started a Patreon uh, profile, which mm. means that people can subscribe to that profile on my website and they gain access to, you know, more intimate details of, of my, my craft. Like, for instance, I know I'm re releasing this record, The Ridge, in June, but I, I'm, gonna, I'm always writing. And so I, I feel like an idea that I have, and I hope it'll work, is that I'm going to write the next record on Patreon in front of people and share mm. my ideas and, and, and my process with people uh, mm. if they want to subscribe to what I'm doing mm. and hope mm. that that is one way of doing it as well as like maybe a, 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 a regular weekly show or a monthly show that I can do from my home or somewhere. Uh, and then hopefully as things start to open up, people will be able to get together. I know that they're not going to be able to get together in the same capacity as they once did. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. <laughs> it will be interesting to see and what you you were just describing there. And, um, you know, I want to I, I want to add a, a few things here to get back to your point about doing this live uh, and sort of develop the, the music online with people so they can see the process. So one, um, your heritage, you, you're of mixed heritage. You uh, mm -hmm. have some some indigenous uh, Ganawage, uh, Mohawk territory heritage, as well as West Indies. Uh, now, that plus the fact that I've heard either you describe yourself or someone else describe you, you as an introverted extrovert. Oh, my sister does that. That's yeah. my sister. Yeah. So how how do you balance that uh, with a, with an artist that is more introverted than extroverted, and then say, "I'm going to do this online in front of people." Uh, are you comfortable enough in your in your writing at this point in time? Because you've been doing it for quite some time and got some you know some albums under your belt and those kind of things. Or is it still going to feel as vulnerable as it would be, uh, you know, like any new material? It's a good question. Um, the answer is probably very poorly. Uh, as I, I've always navigated it quite poorly in my personal opinion, <laughs> probably in the opinion of anybody who's really close to me. But um, I'm going to try. And I think that the interesting thing about that is I'm an artist who believes in imperfection. Um, I find that 
you know, a scratchy guitar string on a recording is more interesting than, you know, patching that up with Pro Tools and, and taking it away just to make sure it's pristine. Um, so, I mean, I did a, a live um, show for a festival and I was super tired. I'd been up, you know, since five in the morning and parenting and, you know, homeschooling. And by the time I got to doing the show, it was, you know, nine o'clock and I completely blanked on a couple of words and some songs and I, I had mm. to stop and I just said, well, look, I'm exhausted and now, you know, I'm not perfect and I'm going to keep trying. And I'm not the type of person to really shy away from that. Whereas mm. I think other people might want to present mm. a perfect image of what they do. I find that, uh, the fact that I'm not is actually kind of interesting because I believe everybody has those sort of things going on in their lives. Like everybody gets tired, everybody gets sad, everybody's happy at some point in time or anxious or, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, 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 but didn't you say you, you're a perfectionist? Or, Not really. That, I think that's very refreshing and very uh, human, you know, to show that side of, of yourself, especially in today's day and age when you think of how music is uh, so controlled, especially in the uh, mainstream, you know, the, the hit-making record side of things. It's, it's so structured, it's so uh, perfect uh, that it takes away almost the, 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 the imperfection, you know, that makes it feel more human and makes it feel more real. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Julian, from what I understand... Uh, and from what I see, uh, your songs that you're releasing from the Ridge are doing really, really well. They sound great. You and I have talked this uh, about this a little bit. Um, the Ridge, uh, wonderful. Uh, the other song that you just re released, the one around the kitchen table. Yeah, love enough. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, you know, again, you and I talked about that as well. And and um, and other people are are sort of piping in on that tune as as well. People, you got to go check out Julian Taylor if uh, if you haven't. You got to go check him out at his uh, at his website, JulianTaylorMusic.ca, and uh, and see what he's up to. And uh, check him out and follow him on Twitter, on Facebook. And uh, what was the new one you mentioned, Julian? Patreon. Yeah. Uh, it's a, if you go to my website, JulianTaylorMusic.ca, you can find pretty much everything about me there. All right. Listen, anything else you want to add just before we go? Uh, maybe a message for uh, young artists, up-and-coming artists that are, you know, just just uh, getting themselves going in, in the heat of this pandemic. Sure. I'm going to tell them that uh, you're bound to fail, and that's okay, because mm -hmm. in your failure, you will find your true voice. All right. Nicely said, Julian. Thanks for, so much for being on the show with uh, me. It's great to have you on my show for a change. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be on MOT. For sure. Thanks. Thanks, David. All right, Julian. Thanks for joining us. We'll see, see you, you later on. That's Julian Taylor, or JT, as you might know him. And uh, he is the host of The Cruise on 106.5 ELMNTFM, uh, Monday to Fridays, right here on uh, Element FM. And he was our guest uh, for this part of the show, talking about artists and how they're dealing with COVID-19. And we're going to take a short pause, and we'll be right back with Cody Coyote from our station in Ottawa. So don't go away. We'll be right back with him. Stay tuned. Now back to Moment of Truth with David Moses. Element. Element. Element FM.
Welcome back to Moment of Truth. I'm your host, David Moses. You're listening to Element FM in Ottawa and Toronto. That is 95.7 in Ottawa, 106.5 in Toronto, and anywhere across the country. If you download the Radio Player Canada app and type in 95.7 ELMNTFM or 106.5 ELMNTFM and listen on your device of choice 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, right across the country. I'd like to welcome our next guest to the show as we continue on in sort of a vein here that we started uh, with Julian Taylor. Now we're going on to talk with Cody Coyote, and he also is an artist. He's a hip-hop electronic artist, but he is also uh, one of the MCs that we have uh, here uh, and DJs that we have here at Element FM in Ottawa. He hosts the show The Beat from 7 to 11 p.m. at 95.7 ELMNT-FM in Ottawa. And it's a pleasure to have Cody join us on the show. Cody, welcome. Ani, hello. How's it going? Hey, good, Ani. Um, so listen, as, uh, as someone who is involved with music, singer-songwriter, hip-hop artist, you're an award-winning artist as well, uh, we play your music on, on the station and it uh, sounds great, uh, but you're, you're involved with a lot of other things as well, and I'm, I'm sort of wondering, before we get into talk about COVID-19 and how that's been affecting uh, things from your perspective... Um, you know, you do workshops, you are also a keynote speaker, and uh, you very much uh, focus in on your indigenous heritage um, as you, as you uh, focus on these things. You, you even use the language in your songs, which is fabulous. So tell me, how did that come about in terms of, and what came first, or was there a separation for you in terms of the singer-songwriter, performer, and someone that wanted to deliver a message outside of music, such as through keynote speaking or or workshops? I think it it really started when I started to discover more about, like, my own family. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, growing up, I knew that I was Ojibwe, but mm-hmm. uh, later on in my life, we learned that my father was a part of the 60s scoop. Mm-hmm. And um, during this time in my life, I ended up, you know, writing music and making like a lot of music. I, I believe I had a project out already, um, you know, and just really like putting the efforts to, to try and raise awareness to that. And I started talking to myself, I was like, well, what can I do on a bigger spectrum? You know, and um, during this time, I was also working in uh, a foster home. So okay. I, I worked as a child and youth worker mm-hmm. and um, I saw things, you know, frontline, right? And some things were good, some things were not so good. Um, and I got thinking to myself, what can I do on a bigger spectrum? Which led me to volunteering to go speak at my old high school uh, earlier on. And then, you know, going to various different other places after that and really just like trying to initiate that, that message of togetherness and positive change uh, within the world today. Um, and now, like, you know, I, I think that we're, we're in a unique time where um, obviously people are adapting to, uh, to different circumstances and um, we're still able to do it, but it's in a new way. Mm. Now you say adapting, and of course, uh, you mentioned your own heritage, Ojibwe heritage. Um, you're, you are also of Irish descent as well, but you learned about your dad uh, and the 60s scoop. Um, I'm wondering, you know, Indigenous people have always been adaptive. They, they had to be adaptive to survive. Right. 
Um, so, you know, when we think about it, everything that you're involved with in terms of your music, in terms of your, your uh, motivational and keynote speaking, all of those things have been affected by COVID-19. 100%. And, um, you know, like I, I didn't know what you were saying too. Like we, we certainly have had to adapt. Um, I was talking with a medicine woman earlier this, uh, this weekend, actually it just passed. And um, she had brought things into a new, new lens for me an indigenous lens like we have survived multiple pandemics um mm -hmm. you know and this is another one that our community is is going through and we're, we're talking about you know since contact when when the the european and the settler first arrived here in uh in turtle island like we we ended up having to endure these new challenges of of disease and and other things right um and it makes it makes me think about how many of our people are adapting in uh, remote communities who have also been in isolation for generations. They are now, you know, blocking off um, access to to their communities from people from the outside just to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm seeing it in all walks of life, like whether it's artists, whether it's people who are working in a certain field of government, um, all, all walks of life, everyone is now in this place where we're feeling a shift. And uh, we're, we're trying to, to survive and figure out how to get through it together. You know? And I, I believe that comes to, to a certain level of, uh, of humanity. And um, it allows people to understand like what we have gone through. And there's a new space for indigenous knowledge to be held and people are now um more inclined to, to listen and to learn and to, to hear about our medicines and how we can help in this uh this current state of the world you said new space um as an artist as a performer as someone involved with these areas that uh you know heavily impact your uh your way of of uh creating income for yourself what then, now we're into this COVID-19 for a couple of months, uh, what, what are you doing, Cody? What are you seeing? What are the opportunities? What are the challenges that you're finding in this situation to uh, look at ways for you to continue to, to get your music out, to get your message out, uh, and to, to help others through the things that you do? Well, I think, like uh, honestly, the biggest challenge, hands down, was when it initially happened. And we caught one a bit. I was in uh, Saskatoon and I had come back and I remember being in the Toronto airport and seeing a lot of people with masks on and such. And it was really, uh, really scary to kind of, kind of really see that as a new reality. Um, all my gigs for the rest of the year had been canceled. And I remember having to be in this place of investing over four grand worth of equipment to be able to perform from home as well as to be able to record music. And I, I just like felt that I was in complete shock. Like this is, this is the new reality. This is what we got to work with. Um, I got a new camera. I ended up, you know, buying a banner to, to put up and block some stuff off and make it look more presentable in my laundry room, <laughs> uh, getting, you know, a 14 channel mixer, 
a whole bunch of patch cords, speakers, a microphone, just like really making that investment. Mm. Um, because my, my hopes are that once we are past this, at least I still have equipment that I can now tour with. Mm. And I, I saw it as an investment for both here with the current situation and moving forward. Um, but that, that is definitely like becoming the new reality of like, like the live performance aspect of things is a lot of people are turning to live streaming and trying to dig into how that, how that works, how to operate. And, um, I'm grateful that I'm in a position where I'm able to do that because I have been booked for a few gigs already. Mm -hmm. Um, the Toronto music festival had just passed. I performed there. I am performing for the national arts center on Friday as a part of Canada performs. Nice. And uh, yeah, like it's it's honestly like it's a like a unique thing that people are now stepping up for artists in that way because they understand that like this is what we do for our livelihood. And I encourage people to support artists. Like if you see an online tip jar or if you see people asking for donations at the performing, donate to them because that's how we get paid. That's how we operate and pay our bills. And that's the unfortunate side of things too is that we have to pay rent still we still need mm. to pay for our phone bills and like we're, we're living in uh in a new reality as as mentioned but in terms of like releasing music and that front and that avenue um i think that it's given me more time to focus on releases and actually plan things out in more in depth mm. so i guess that is like a positive if there was one mm. um i know i have uh, a new a new music video coming out on uh, June 21st to celebrate national indigenous people's day. Mm. And um, again, like this is adding to like self-sufficiency as an artist ended up editing that whole music video by myself. My partner and I filmed it in San Diego um, last year and we had a whole bunch of footage left over. So I said, Hey, might as well make a video right now, you right. know, and just do something with this time that, that we've been given. Right. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I hope I hope that uh, answers the question. Well, I think that's a good point you just also brought up because videos are a big part of of the performance realm with artists these days, and uh, and trying to either make or or um, find ways to get those videos made now with everyone in isolation could be a challenge. So it's great that you had that footage and you were able to uh, draw on that. But that will be another way. That will be something else that. Uh, I guess artists will be putting their mind to to say, okay, what's a creative way of, of creating this this uh, this next element that I need to include for my for my material? No doubt, you know, and I, I see a lot of people doing it too, mm. and they 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 inspired me. Like um, a friend of mine, Liz, like uh, she's a hip hop artist here in Ottawa. She's been posting videos all over social media, and it's just her rapping in front of a camera, but then some lyrics at the bottom, mm. like that creative avenue of like, let's still create something mm. for our music, give a visual component to people to make it more entertaining. Right. And um, I, I, I'm thinking like over here creatively, like, Hey, like I have means of doing that too. Why not try to do something innovative in that way? And um, I, I have four music videos in the works right now. Mm. We're talking about the video component. And it's from things that uh, we had filmed prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, there's a lot of time for people to edit if yep. they have uh, their home studio, which a lot of these folks do. Yep. And um, 
it's it's part of that creative aspect of things like i know for me i i hit a little bit of a, a creative block and i had to, to dig myself out of that it's it's part of the mental health component of things that i feel like a lot of people aren't really talking about mm. um you know being cognizant of my own mental health and using creativity to ensure that it's in a good place was something that i had to like take ownership of and be like hey like i want to write a song today i don't know what i'm gonna write about but i'm gonna write and mm. just like create music make some beats do whatever and uh yeah like i think that's that's something that artists should be supporting each other with right now um various different fields we have artists that are in photography and video as well as music and i think now is the time for people to mobilize and really just see where um their their trade and their line of work can coincide with somebody else mm. Cool. Uh, Cody, just before we, uh, we move on and, and end uh, our conversation, is there anything that you feel is important that you'd like to share uh, with people, maybe other artists or uh, you know, other people in this situation as, as we move forward? Because it looks like it's going to be a while before there's any live performance and, and concerts and things that are going to be happening again. Right. And yeah, like if, if I had to say a few words of encouragement and really touch base on this stuff. Uh, I think the most important thing that I would want to share with folks, and this goes for everybody, is be gentle with yourself right now. You know, like we, we can't, we can't be critical of ourselves. We have to be aware of what we're living in right now. We have to also find ways to lift ourselves out of, uh, you know, those, those dark times. And, and really try to find hope, finding hope and supporting each other, whether it's through a video chat, whether it's through just checking in with phone calls and text messages, um, being there for one another is, is very vital right now. And for the fellow artists that are out there and the musicians and such, like, I think if you're able to, you know, if you're able to, Perform in some way, you know, perform in some way, whether if it's just doing uh, an acapella, like verse, you're just singing, or if you're playing an acoustic guitar or piano or something uh, off of your phone, that is something, you know, you don't need to have this amazing setup. If you do, you're fortunate, you're lucky, right? But if you have a phone, that's a lot more than what other folks might have. And if folks don't have phones, Let's let's figure something out together. You know, maybe start uh, a crowdfunding page where people can support you, your fan base can support you, and you can raise funds to get the equipment that you need. I know for mm. me, uh, I put out a call out to to all my my relations there on uh, my my Facebook page there that I have for my music, and people came through. People came through and I'm so appreciative of it because otherwise I would not be able to have the equipment that I have right now. And I would not be able to perform and continue uh, doing this, this line of work and this craft. Right. But I think that that would be some key points to bring up for folks. And again, coming back to that initial one that I made, be gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself, eat right. Now is the time to take care of yourself, get the sleep that you need. Um, Make a social media curfew for yourself because right now everybody's online, right? 
I know nine o'clock every night, phone's going away. Uh, I'll go for an evening walk and then I'll go to bed, wake up early, that sort of thing. Versus mm. when it initially happened, I was up till 3 a.m., 4 mm. a.m., that kind of thing, right? Mm. And, uh, I think I, I want to leave it there for that one. <laughs> okay. You know? that's, that's great. Some good words there, Cody. Appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, listen, I want to say uh, miigwech for joining us on the show. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show and, uh, and all the best with all your, your new uh, material that you're going to be do, working on and, uh, and every, all the other projects that you're going to be moving forward with. Oh, miigwech. And, uh, and great job, uh, of course, on the beat with uh, Element FM in Ottawa. And a friendly reminder, people, you can catch me on there Monday through Friday, you know, in the evenings and... Uh, you're a fan of hip hop, you're a fan of pop, R&B, we got it all. Okay, the beats got it all. So roll through. And uh, you heard David mentioned earlier, you can get us through the Radio Player Canada app. Definitely join me and uh, we'll get it popping. We got you. <laughs> all right. Thanks for uh, for filling in part of my show for me there uh, with the with that, those uh, those little uh, uh, bits of information, Cody. Much appreciated. That's the voice of Cody Coyote. He is a, an award-winning hip-hop electronic artist, and he also happens to be a DJ here with Element FM in Toronto at 95.7 to 11 p.m. on The Beat. And it's been a pleasure talking with him. As you heard, uh, he's, uh, he's an electronic artist. He's a songwriter, keynote speaker, and workshop facilitator. We've been talking with him and uh, other co-host Julian Taylor about artist and the music and COVID-19. It's been a pleasure uh, having them both on the show today, and it's been a pleasure having you listening to the show. We appreciate you listening to Element FM in both Ottawa and Toronto. That's our show for today. Miigwech to Cody for joining us, and stay tuned for next time right here on Element FM. This has been Moment of Truth with David Moses. Element. Element. Element FM.